So Hebrews 9, 28, it says he's going to come a second time not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. Well, what are they waiting for? Are they waiting for him to yeah, bring that, back that's Passover? Actually a really, that's actually a really another good point. Is yeah. Because like they teach that he has to come to bring salvation because people, the reason why is because the, the way of truth, the Passover has been abolished for so many years. So if Passover, if Passover has been abolished, right, and people don't realize it, how are people going to be waiting for him? Yeah, right. So, but this is, these are, these are people who are waiting. That's for a good point. Salvation. Yeah. And then you, like what you show in here in, in first Thessalonians four, verse like 13 through 18, it shows that, you know, this is this, the church, if they were just to read these verses, they would say, Oh, this is talking about when Christ comes to judge the world. Right. 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 So, if, so by connecting this with Hebrews nine twenty eight, it's not talking about when Christ comes a second time to, you know, to like, you know, fulfill the mission of that he failed 2000 years right. ago. It's talking about for like judgment day. Yeah. He's coming to save the believers. He's coming. And by save, that doesn't mean bring the way of salvation. It means he's going to, right. he, those who are saved, he's going to like finalize that salvation by right. bringing them out of the world. Right. And so that's an interesting it's point. About, it says the, it says the, the, um, those who have fallen asleep, it says the dead in Christ will rise first. It's talking about resurrection. It's talking about resurrection, which we're yeah. going to look more at in Romans eight in a minute. But first you said something that's interesting. So you said he's going to come a second time to, to not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. So these people are eagerly waiting for Christ to come a second time. Well, like you said, if Passover was abolished, if nobody was in the truth till Aung San Hong came back, well, there was nobody who was eagerly waiting for him. Right? And also nobody knew him before they were told about him. Yeah. So they weren't eagerly waiting for him. This is saying believers are like, when we see Jesus, it's going to be evident. As the lightning flashes from the east and the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. It's going to be clear. There's not going to be a doubt in people's minds. Right. And when he's coming, the salvation he's bringing, again, it's not saying Jesus left something undone. He mm -hmm. brought full redemption. What it means is, let's look at Romans 8. Mm-hmm. Romans 8, chapter, or chapter 8, verse 18. Okay. So Paul says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed. The creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom and the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now, not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies and this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope for who hopes for what he is, what he sees. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. So there's several things in here. One thing is this truth that Paul's revealing is that these believers are saved. These are saved people. These are forgiven, right. redeemed, justified people. But it says for the for the hope of all that taking place, we are saved. Mm -hmm. right? so Which verse is that? Verse 24. 24. Because well, in my, in my, mine's worded a little differently. Okay, read that again. So verse 24, it says for, actually, can I read from verse 22? Yep, go ahead. So, uh, actually, I'll, sorry, let me read from verse 18. Okay. 18. I know you read the whole thing, yep, but like, go. 
Yeah. You know, it's bring clarity to it. more familiar with the NIV yep, version. Yep, This was fully used. So okay. It says, um, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. The creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subject to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Verse 22, we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up until this present time. The Not only so, but we ourselves, who are the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for, for our adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. So it's saying that we are eagerly waiting for redemption, mm-hmm. right? And verse 24, for in this hope we were saved, hmm. right? What who hopes in who hopes for what has all who who hopes for what he already has? So it says, you know, like it's talking about the last days we are saved. It says it says for in this hope we were saved. Mm-hmm. So the so what we're waiting so the salvation that's being waiting or the people who are waiting for salvation in Hebrews nine twenty eight are those who are waiting for that that time when we will be redeemed, redeemed. and go to the heaven. Yes, which goes right along with that's not talking. Yeah, that's not talking about like what the church says in that um, that. It's a second coming Christ will come and restore the truth. That's not right. what that's not at. salvation that nine Hebrews yeah. nine is talking about. The yeah. salvation he's talking about that goes right along right with uh, was it first or second? It was first Thessalonians four, where these yeah. believers Paul's encouraging them. Look, guys, you have and this remember this is long before like this is before you even believe that the Passover was abolished, but yet he's saying that the salvation that these believers were waiting for is the coming of the Lord who would raise them from the dead. Romans 8 confirms that by saying the salvation, these people are already saved. They already have, they're already justified, but yet they're waiting for what? The redemption of their bodies. They're waiting for the resurrection.